it's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Keg foreplay, starring the shipwrecks. Hi, and welcome to Cheap Ass Gamer Foreplay, episode number 59. It's January 13th, 2009. I'm your host, Mr. Shipwreck. And I'm your host, Shipwreck. And it's our first show of 2009. It is. Our first show of 2009. Only 13 days in. That's not bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I was on the CADcast last week. Yes, you were. So, and we had planned to put out a show last Friday, but we just wrapped that into this one, so we're hand, handling the last two weeks' worth of releases. It's really not a lot of releases, anyway. No, and with our new format of not spending time on the... Uh, Less desirable games? Yeah, that pretty much eliminated last week. Yeah, for the most part, yes. <laughs> it it makes, makes it a little bit easier to combine things, too. Yes, and you are fully recovered from strip throat. The last time everybody has heard from you, you, uh, oh, you were yeah. sick. I was really sick. Yeah, you were out there for about three weeks where uh, you were not in podcast form. No, no, it was bad. I couldn't talk for a sentence without coughing and just coughing up blood. That's never fun. No, no, it wasn't pretty. No. And for some strange reason, you managed to not get strep throat. Yeah, I, I did a pretty good job of, of avoiding you. Yeah. That's pretty much what I did. And I got no I played sleep. a lot of games. You did play a lot of games. I didn't sleep at all because I was coughing all night. And you managed to tune out the coughing for the most part. And For the most part. I, I had a trouble sleeping a couple nights. I I think I even came downstairs and played some stuff a couple yeah. nights. But uh, yeah. But if we're I back. was really nice, I would have come down and slept on the couch. Ah, that's all right. But that didn't happen. Nah, I that makes a difference to me. I'll come downstairs <laughs> and play video games. <laughs> well, uh, since the last episode, we went to Monster Truck Jam. <laughs> yes, Monster Jam with monster trucks locked yes. and loaded. It it was fun. They had beer. Yes. Guinness on draft. I was happy. And nachos. And nachos. And they had they had little kids. I'm a pretty with, cheap date. They had little kids with lightsabers that were hitting me in the crotch while I was waiting for the light for the nachos. Well, that was a pre prelude to the little kid that sat behind you with the uh, with the snow cone. Snow cone that he dumps on you. <laughs> he well, at first he just didn't have great control of his snow cone. <laughs> So I look down and my feet all of a sudden, just like underneath, it's just complete like sticky blueness. <laughs> and so my feet are just like starting Sticking to stick to the, the floor. floor. <laughs> and then a couple minutes later, I feel some, just like he didn't totally dump it on me, but there's like little flickers little, in your hair. Yeah, just like little snow clone drops start to get <laughs> in my hair. And There's a lot of kids at Monster Jam. The, there are. First of all, the reason we went to Monster Jam was one of the PR companies that handles uh, – uh, some of the video games that, that we cover, like uh, Mushroom Men and, and Legendary, the South Peak, yes. uh, the guys who do South Peak, Sandbox, uh, PR, uh, they also, I guess, represent Monster Jam. And he saw that they were coming into town and he said, would you like tickets? And I was like, sure. What, right. I mean, I, I'm who glad to have journalistic integrity? Well, and I posted it on my <laughs> Facebook account and there were so many comments that were like, I've always wanted to go to that. What was it like? Yes. So it was – the monster truck parts of it were fun if but you've never very, been to one. There's not many monster truck parts of it. Yeah. There's and, a lot of talking. Yeah. There's a lot of talking. You get to, like, listen to the drivers talk. They try to sell you a lot of Monster Jam merchandise during Monster Jam. Oh, absolutely. They shoot T-shirts out of cannons probably six times 
within the course of two I mean, hours. We were there for or two hours. We were there for two hours, and the actual monster trucks were probably a half hour, if that. Probably fifteen minutes. And granted, it was in Cincinnati at a very small arena, so they weren't able to do like big crazy courses or anything. Yeah, and to tie it all into the video games, Donkey Kong the monster truck was there. Yes. And I will be posting some pictures from Monster Jam, uh, probably on my Facebook and as well with the podcast. So some pictures sur- survived because I did drop the camera. Yes. Which, and break it. Yeah, well, it's still working. It just needs a little tape. tape Over to the hold, battery cover. Hold the battery cover on. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was our uh, our big night out. Yeah. Over the holidays. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and, and we... Uh, we had some Perkins afterwards. That was exciting. It was. The Perkins was really good. rounded out the evening. It did. But I guess let's get down to uh, down with the ships. What have you been playing? I have played a lot. Uh, a lot of this stuff I'm not going to go – I don't want to talk about a ton. We'll just go through them pretty quick. I play, I finally played through Uncharted mm-hmm. on the PlayStation 3. You bought that? No, I got that from Gamefly. Okay. Um, I got that. I beat it in a day. Uh, now it, it was a full day cause you were at work. So I played through it in the course of maybe six or seven hours, I would guess. Yeah. That's what you do when I'm at work. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot, but it turned into much more of a shooter than I expected at the end. There was a lot less spelunking and more shooting. Okay. Uh, but I liked it enough. I'll, I'll look forward to the sequel later this year. Um, not really anything else to add about that. I also played through Apocalypse, which I mentioned uh, on, I think, the CAG Play Forecast and the CAGcast. I bought you that for Christmas. You did, and I enjoyed it immensely. It's a excellent uh, beginner's real-time strategy game. For with robots. With robots, Robocalypse. yes. And an ac- apocalypse. Yes. Yes. Hence the name. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Castlevania Order of... Ecclesia. Ecclesia. Yes, that is what I am currently playing through, and I've, I've always liked all the Castlevania DS games. They're the, the more uh, RPG style that started with Symphony of the Night. Um, the good thing about this one is I always get lost in Castlevania, because I know you haven't really played any of them. Not for a long, long okay. time. You probably haven't played any of them since they went to the, the action RPG Type of style. Back on the Nintendo, they were strictly pretty much linear. You played yeah. a level and went to the and next level. And you shot at things. Yeah, that's when I've played. Okay. Uh, these, all the DS ones before this, were all take, take place in pretty much one castle, I believe. Um, and you get through the levels by earning uh, different power-ups, and those power-ups let you get to different parts that you couldn't get to before. So there's a lot of backtracking. There's a whole bunch of like warp ports, warp points and things like that. So I always got confused where I was at in the castle because I'd always play, like it's a portable game, so I play for a half hour or so, and then I set it down, and then the next ga- the next day I play for another half hour. You forget. And I forget what I was doing, where, I, where I'd been. This one has a overworld map, and it has different levels that you go to. So you're selecting, like, I'm going to the forest, or I'm going to the monastery. So that so, makes it a little bit easier. A little bit easier. I'm still lost. I still got to a point where I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I see areas I can't get to. Which is interesting to me because you have such good sense of direction in real life. 
Oh, it's not a sense of direction issue. It's just... It's finding out what I'm supposed to be doing at that current time and so, what power-up I'm missing. Because I'm pretty oh, sure so I've forgotten to knock through a wall or something. It's not that you get lost in locations where you're like, you know, you don't know where you are or where you're going or where you've been. You just get stuck within the gameplay. Yes. Okay. Now, it's less so... Like, in the other games, I was getting lost. Right. Because I was just retracking my so steps. So you're not and... lost now, though. I mean, you're just stuck. No, I've just been through the same levels like five times each trying to figure out where what I'm supposed to be doing, what I'm missing. And I haven't figured it out yet. But uh, I'm pretty sure I'm looking for the double jump ability. And you can't find and it. And I can't find it. Hmm. I don't but know how to help you with that. I, but it's... Other than game facts. I'm enjoying it. It's good. Somebody will post where to find that. <laughs> well, I looked on game facts... And uh, I saw where to get the double jump thing, but I don't think I'm to the part where I get the double jump. So I have to find out how to get to that part. But I'll work it out. It'll be all right. Okay. I have been playing quite a lot of River King Mystic Valley, which... That's the DS River King. Did you get it for me? I got that for you for Christmas, yes. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) You sound excited about that. It is exciting. I mean, it's one of those repetitive... Games that there's not much to the gameplay other than fishing and occasional random little missions. And it's very simple. And I've done everything except for the whole point of the game, which is to catch the River King. Because in order to catch the River King, you got to catch some super rare fish every time just to get him to show up. And then you get him to show up after you found said super rare fish. And then he is impossible to catch. So it's like one of those... Repeat the process over and over again until you just don't care. You're sick of the game and you're done with it, which is where I'm at. Okay. So I don't know that I'll ever beat it. Well, that's sad. It is sad. Because you really liked it. I'm at like 99%. Yeah, you you played a lot of it over break. Oh, yeah, I played. I'm like 20 hours in. Yeah. So that's that's not even exaggerating it. You're just not feeling. And I didn't get a break. Well, no, but I meant over the holidays. Right. But, uh, well. Hopefully, uh, I don't know, if you ever go back to it, hopefully you'll get that River King. Maybe. I'm to the point where I can only play it in short periods of time because I've just completely OD'd on River King. Okay. Now, you did play some Wario Land Shake It. Yes, I love that game. That was our Wii Game of the Year, both of yes. us. Yes, yes. I, I, Favorite Game of the Year. Yeah, because you got that for Christmas. Uh, I did. So it was, a, it was a come from behind favorite Wii Game of the Year, as far as that goes, because... We really have only been playing it since Christmas. Mm-hmm. But it's a blast. And I like that you it's got those type of levels that, and it has missions that make you want to play the levels over and over again. And We have very different ways of playing that game. Yes, we do. You go through and try to complete each mission or each level with 100% missions. Like you keep on replaying the levels. Yeah. Whereas I just, I finish a level, I go on to the next level. However many missions I got, that's fine with me. I'm going to the next one. Yeah, not me. I got to get them all. I got to get the stuff first. You shouldn't move on until you finish what you started. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I have a million games that I've never finished. Exactly, and that's why I don't buy new games until I finish the ones I got. Okay. I don't buy new games anyway. I just wait until you buy them and bring them home. But so I think it's a lot like Princess Peach. Uh, how so? Well, the level design is kind of similar as far as, for the most part, it's linear, but then you're going up and down and into things. But instead of having different powers, Wario has different motions that you do with the Wiimote, but it's all about collecting 
those big coins. Do you remember in Princess Peach where okay, you had to go right. through and collect the three big coins? And that's, I mean, for each level, there's three main chests that you have to open in Wario. And then you get bonus points or bonus, you know, whatever, side missions by going back through and doing it a certain period of time or, you know, without dying or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of like getting all the little ex- the other little extras in Princess Peach. Okay. I kind of see that, too, because they're... The level design isn't overly complex. Like no. they're, they're very simple platformers, yes. both of them. So I can kind of see that as like that comparison, too. But instead of being, because Peach was on the DS, so instead of being touchscreen where you're sw- flipping back and forth between her crying or... Her different emotions. Yeah. Right. You're, you're just using the Wiimote in different ways. Okay. I think that's a, that's a fair comparison. Both it's, are very good games. It's about the same category. I like it a lot, though. It's the first Wii game that I've actually like come home in the afternoons and going, I think I want to play that. I said a similar thing on the CatCast this week. That's the reason it got my favorite Wii game, because it was the only Wii game this, this even, year that I, mean, I wanted to come I back really to. I really liked Jack and Daxter, or not Jack and Zach Daxter, and Zach and Wiki, whoever. Yeah, but um, that... But I never like actively wanted to... Like It wasn't that I was opposed to playing it, but I never looked forward to going home and playing it. Yeah. So, okay. Um, Left for Dead. Uh, I'm still playing that. Uh, that's another one I got from Gamefly, and that is a lot of fun. Everybody knows that by now, though, so we'll just move past it. Yeah, it's, it's been, fun. It's, it's fun to shoot zombies. About. Who knew? It is. Um, Dokapon Kingdom. We play that a lot, and it's good. That, that one you got for Christmas too. PlayStation Two game of the year. Yes, uh, that is a it's a party style game, but it's an RPG. It's like a combination of. Well, it's like Mario Party, but instead of mini games, it's got RPG battles. Right. It's I, exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's it is. got a game board, and you wander around the game board, and when you land on a space, you fight a monster instead of having a mini game. Mm-hmm. Very simple RPG, and it's kind of fun to play. Well, it's a party game, so it better be fun to play with people. But it's fun to play co-op because you're you're playing against each other but, but you're we're not fighting we're not fighting yet but i think if we landed on the same space we would yes we would we've been nice so far when we've been yeah. playing you can play and be mean all right cuz you can kind of take control of the other people's cities and attack them if you wanted to and that yeah. type of thing but it's a fun game it's, i like it it's uh it's probably 20 dollars now or so yeah and i think it's pretty i mean for that amount of money that's pretty cheap and it's a fun game it's also and it's available different. for the Wii yeah, we got the PlayStation 2 version just because. Well, I, I yeah, just because. There's really not no reason one or the other because yeah. the Wii doesn't have Wii controls or anything. No. It's just you hold the controller sideways. Um, okay, so Rune Factory 2, that's what I'm playing now. And that is That's the Fantasy great. Harvest Moon. It's the best Harvest Moon game yet. Wow, okay. Because they limit the Harvest Moon part of it. Okay. Which is the so farming last incessantly. Right. And like you start out okay, so the problem used to be with Harvest Moon that you'd start out with a watering can that could only water one spot and you of course wanted to try and do all the things you could upgrade it so that it could water three spots. Because then you it takes less time and less energy to water. And you can get more done other than your crops in a day. Because that's my biggest problem with Harvest Moon at the beginning is you don't have much energy built up, so you plant a bunch of seeds, and then you have to go to bed. You're done. Like, that's what you do in a day. This game, it's... You you do the Harvest Moon stuff, but there's... It's got tasks, like Animal Crossing. Okay. So there's a bulletin board 
where it'll say, like, I need somebody to do something for me. And so it's got a lot of these mini errands, and it's also got a huge part of it is going to these different lands where you fight monsters. Okay. And well, that, that's the part that interests me because, like you were saying, Harvest Moons, it never felt like I got anything done. No, you never did. You just – and it's still got the, the um, point where you want to meet people and talk to people and make friends and all that stuff. You still get but, married and all that stuff? Yeah. Okay. It's, it takes the best parts of Harvest Moon and adds in some fighting and gets rid of the annoying repetition parts. I think you would actually like it. I think I probably would, too. I'll, I'll give it a try once I finish Castlevania. It's got two save files, so we could both have save files okay. on the cart at the same time. Sounds good. I also uh, played through, well, I tried to play through Star Wars Force Unleashed. Yeah. I got oh, that from that Gamefly. Was, that was sad. Yeah. Uh, I got about 75% through it. Yeah, the part where Princess Leia says, what makes you think I need a pilot? Yes. Over and over again. What makes you think I need a pilot? <laughs> and then the game I'm freezes. sorry, the pilot's dead. Yeah, the what game What makes freezes. you think I need a pilot? <laughs> I wasn't very, even really good, paying attention. Yeah, very good job recreating <laughs> that moment. Uh, yeah, so I liked the game okay. Uh, it's kind of easy, but uh, the storyline was really good in it. Yeah, it was. And that was the interesting thing is because I wasn't – I mean, you were always playing it for the most part when I was in the room playing um, Rune Factory. Rune Factory. But there were uh, multiple times when I'd stop and start watching not because the cut it scenes. was yeah you'd watch the cut the cutscenes are very well done they're uh, very and it fits with the storyline of it's it fits in between the three new crappy movies episode 1 2 and 3 yes and the true star wars movies 4 5 and 6 yeah, yeah. uh and it does a very good job of fitting in between those two it br- like brings the old I, characters yeah i mean i thought the fact that it like it like the one scene right before, obviously right before the game froze, was Princess Leia being captured to be taken to the Death Star. Uh, yeah, I don't know if she maybe or when she we didn't, was she was captured. She was captured. We don't know if it so was captured it was at that, that time, point. You but, know, yeah, but I mean, yeah. it was, and she was talking about her father. It and, probably was that point. I don't yeah. know. I may never know. She's wearing the same outfit. Didn't you notice that? Oh, I guess she is. Yeah. So it probably was that point. Yeah. A little bit of spoiler warning. She, warnings here but uh the game's been out for a while and i didn't finish it so it can't can't be that big of a spoiler uh well everyone knows princess leia gets captured that's not really a spoiler that is true i mean come on it's gonna happen sometime uh but yeah check that out if you like uh if you like the older star wars stuff i think it's definitely worth a worth a playthrough um the mechanics of the game like i said they're kind of easy uh they're okay but the game itself, with, with all the storylines and everything, it's worth playing. Uh, as far as shopping since the last, uh, last uh, show? You bought too much. I'm not buying too much. Really getting a lot of stuff from Guzex. I got uh, a Deus Eclipse. I have no idea how to pronounce that game. But it's an RPG for the PSP. I got Vanguard Bandits, an RPG strategy game for the PlayStation 1. I got Disgaea Afternoon of Darkness for the PSP, which... I'm looking forward to playing that because I've never played a Disgaea game, even though I own quite a few through clearance sales and and, and things like that. And then uh, Cheapy actually got Robot Alchemic Drive through Guzex, but uh, he already had that game, so his parents sent it to me. 
Well, that's nice. Yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to playing that one as well. Yeah, Buzz TV quiz and seen it box office smash because we had people over for New Year's and we wanted to have fun things to play. Yeah, just, both of uh, which are fun. Real quick, which one's your favorite? Buzz. That's my favorite too. Yeah, mainly because seen it box office smash. There's a lot of movies we haven't seen. The one thing that I will hand it to, well, and and Buzz has got it kind of a. It's like Trivial Pursuit in that there are a bunch of different categories and it's got a bunch of different, you know, little games within it. But we both agree, I think, the controllers for It, which is on the 360, are much better than the little buzzers for Buzz. Not that the ones for the PlayStation are bad. No, they, they work fine. It's just they don't have as much functionality. Like the Xbox 360 big button controllers, they can work as a full controller for navigating throughout the system. They have the guide button. You can go up and down. I like that they have the little guide button, and they're heavier. And they're heavier. Uh, The PlayStation 3 ones, they're lighter. They they just feel a little bit cheaper. They do. And they're not cheap, but they feel cheaper when comparing the two. Mm -hmm. Um, I also got the Game & Watch collection in the mail from Club Nintendo. Which was good. Yeah, so they are sending out their rewards if you can get into the site. I still cannot get into the site on a consistent basis. Uh, last week, I think, was the last time I checked. But uh, I guess well, keep trying. You got they, your games. I did so that's get my a games. Good thing. Uh, Guitar Hero World Tour, you bought from Micro Center for $20. And. We played a little bit of that. Oh, yeah, we did. You did not like it? I guess. It's not that I didn't like it, it's just. I. For some reason, I just, I don't know why. I prefer the layout and the, I just prefer rock band. I, yeah, I never thought fine. I would notice a difference, but it disappoints me not to get, I, I don't know, like in between when you finish a song and it's like your manager called and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, I like that better in rock band. <laughs> That's fine. I I, I agree. Rock Band does it slightly better, and it's hard to put your finger on exactly what it is. I don't like that our star power, I know that's not what it's called in Guitar Hero. But, it could um, be. I don't remember. Whatever your power is combined when you're playing two-player versus when we play Rock Band, I get my own, you get your own, and then we can build them up separately and then use them at the same time. Which I don't like because I I find myself not looking at the meter as much because it's not right next to, like, it's not. It's on the. It's not along the bottom. Right, it's it's up in the left-hand corner. Yeah, I don't like that as much. Okay, fair enough. So. Well, it was only $20. It it definitely wasn't a bad deal. It's not bad, and there's a lot of good songs on it. Um, Yeah, it's just missing something that Rock Band has. I don't know. There's just little touches that. That cause rock like when you're playing through Rock Band and you're building up to a five stars, mm-hmm. it makes like a little ding. Right, and you hear it like, oh, "Okay, we got four. We gotta you know do really well to get the fifth star." Yeah. Whereas in Guitar Hero, at least from what we could play or what we've played so far, there's no real you can't get an idea of where you're at. Other than your rock meter, which yeah. isn't the same. Which isn't me. the same because you can have your rock meter all the way up right. by the end of the song, and you're still only get you might only get four stars or so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, they're not radically different. I just prefer rock bands, and I didn't realize it, but this is the first time I've played a Guitar Hero game since Rock Band. Uh, same with me. 
And I don't think either one of us realized how much we liked Rock Band, or preferred Rock Band, not that we don't like Guitar Hero, until we played this game. Yeah. So kind of an interesting thing. Uh, Bigfish.com. Got a bunch of free Mac games. Yeah, they had a bunch of... I haven't played yet. A bunch of free Mac and PC games. There's a thread on CAG about them. Um, Some of them were the Mystery Case Files uh, games were some of the more... uh, Millionaire... Well, not Millionaire. Well, I know but not that one. That but... same series. Uh, but we haven't really played them, so we can't really talk about them. Maybe next week we can have something to say about them. But yeah. they're free, so uh, go check that out. Bigfish.com. Uh, okay, so now can we talk about... Oh, no, we've got a contest. Okay. All right. The This week's contest is a good one. Well, it's a good game. WarioWare Touched. Yes, for the DS. Courtesy of Cag Robjust, who we are still going through his box of prizes from 2008. We're getting towards the end of it. Oh, that'll be sad. That that will be sad. But this is a good one because it's uh, <laughs> somewhat difficult to find at a good price. It is, and it's very appropriate because we were just talking about WarioWare Shake It or... Yes, it's, it's another Wario game. So, you know, it's, it ties in. Sure. So your contest is, what game are you most looking forward to in 2009 and why? Yeah, simple enough. I just thought we went through all of our favorites uh, from last year. So now we should hear what you guys are looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Probably not any of these games coming out this week. Uh, but these, that these makes a nice segue. The, yes. <laughs> these probably aren't the big ones. And by segue, you mean click over to the other page. That yes. way you can see what games were coming out. <laughs> because, I mean, I do remember them. But if you made me name the five that I previewed, I don't know that I could. <laughs> well, I previewed the first one. I could describe them like there's a fishing one and there's a <laughs> there's a, a hide and seek or a, a point and don't, click or don't whatever. Don't give away too much. And there's a mini game compilation. I bet you can guess what system that's for. <laughs> and did I say fishing already? You said fishing already. Ah, oh, crap. Well, maybe it'll come to you. Ooh, a platformer. There you go. Did you do a platformer? No, it's an adventure. Adventure title. Okay. Well, why don't we start talking <laughs> okay. about the games and not just randomly... It's bu- I'm building up the suspense. I, I'm sure they're very tense now. And, and I didn't say pet sim. No, because I covered those. I know. Uh, <laughs> but multi-platform-wise, the first game is probably the biggest game of the week. Uh, it's Lord of the Rings Conquest. Maybe somebody is looking forward to this. Is their 2009? No. <laughs> <laughs> not that good. Okay. But... uh. There is a demo on the PlayStation 3 and the 360. Uh, A lot of people might have the wrong idea of what this game is because I know I did up to like a couple weeks ago. When you thought it was good? No, no. When I thought it was probably a real-time strategy game. Oh, and it's not. And it's not. What is it? Uh, It is made by Pandemic, and it is another uh, kind of Star Wars Battlefront game, but... Obviously, in the Lord of the Rings That's cool. That is cool. It's been a long time since they've made one of those. I don't know. It it shocks me that we've gotten this far into this generation. You you played the demo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I played the demo. You saw me play the demo. Yeah, this game, watching you play, was not as much fun while I was playing Harvest Moon as watching you play Star Wars. So if you are looking for a good game to watch while you're playing Harvest Moon... <laughs> you're playing something else. You should go with Star Wars instead of right. Lord of the Rings. Correct. If, if, okay. That, that, looks, that sounds like a great endorsement for Star Wars. Uh, but so, yeah, it's exactly the same as Battlefront, but with Lord of the Rings characters. 
you're going and you're trying to capture uh, control points, and you're, you're working as a team. Um, Does the demo have two-player? Uh, the demo has online multiplayer. Yeah. I don't know if it has split-screen Does the game player. have split-screen? Yes. The, so the we game can has, play this. Yes. Because we liked the... I mean, I really liked the Battlefront series. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely... It's on my Gamefly uh, queue. I don't think it's anything I need to go out and buy, but I'm sure... It, just by playing the demo, I had a fun time with it. You select your different classes and everything, um, and you get to play as both the good side and an evil side. So it's the same as Star Wars Battlefront, just with Lord of the Rings. Fair enough. That's all there is to it. Uh, moving on to games coming out for the Wii. Deal or no deal? No deal. No deal? <laughs> but Think about this game in video game. Sick. Think of who, how he did? Yeah, how he got sick today. Or he, well, yeah, he got released today, but he got sick. He had a heart arrhythmia. Oh, okay. Must be all the stress of thinking deal that, or no how, deal. That's how he does it, I guess. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, no, these games traditionally are very difficult to put on a video game. Well, you're basically guessing a number. Yeah. And then you're seeing if you guess the right number <laughs> with no, like, consequence. Money involved. <laughs> yes. And if you're lucky, it's the same number rem- every time. That is how the DS <laughs> yes, one was, if I, I remember know. correctly. Yes. So well, hopefully they've changed that code for yeah. the Wii version. Yeah, that it way didn't it's, randomize. No, it, it didn't randomize like, properly. It was always yeah. in the same case, I guess. Yeah. I remember that, too. Yeah, but this next one uh, you did. This is your fishing game. Yeah, Fishing Master World Tour came out last week. Uh, the Fishing Master games are... Good, I think, in that they are kind of got a cartoonish looking animation, but they're known for having really great, accurate um, controls. You use the Wiimote and the Nunchuck. Mm-hmm. There are 200 species of fish to catch, and this title involves uh, deep sea fishing. You can fish off the back of a boat. I played this at it E3. It looks good. Okay, I, play, I played it at E3. I remember it now because I remember the deep sea fishing part. So, how come it just now came? Well, I mean, that's six months ago. Well, yeah, that's, there's still a lot of games that I played at E3 that aren't out yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was, it was perfectly fine. It was fun. For $30, it seems like if you're, you think you'd be interested in it, I, I think it's this okay. is a great title for the Wii because I think that the style and the controls are going to be perfect for both the casual gamer and somebody who likes fishing games. Now, it doesn't have the realism to the fish as the... You know, whatever bass fishing games. I, I, I don't remember who makes the bass fishing games. You know, but what you know what I'm talking not Sega about. Not Sega bass. Well, Sega bass fishing has realistic fish, but right. It's but arcadian. you know what I'm saying? Like it's not. Yeah, it's not a sim. Right. Yes. Right. But uh, to me, I think that's more fun. Yeah, I think it had some like slight RPG elements too, kind of yeah. like a Harvest Moon or or uh, River King type of stuff to it. Right. Uh, Neighborhood Games, also coming out for the Wii. This was what I was referring to with the compilation, minigame compilation. They're, I guess they're not technically minigames, but there are quite a few games uh, that are included, um, as diverse as basketball and baseball, to uh, remote-controlled cars okay. and squirt guns. Squirt guns. I don't know that I've played a squirt gun game before. I don't think squirt guns are as much fun when they don't involve water. I can't think of one. <laughs> um, but like Foursquare. Okay. Uh, so it's it it sounds like it's similar to uh, 
playground games then. Yes. The the EA games. Well, neighborhood games really are just playground games when you're not at school. Uh, that I guess that's true, yes. I know it's deep. It's deep. <laughs> that's quite but... that's quite an astute <laughs> observation you have there. But that's that's what this game is. Okay. Um we really have no idea whether or not it's worth it or not, right? No, I mean there's no there wasn't even cover art on some of the websites, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure uh, the people who are actually looking to buy this don't you know, really care whether well, it's good the, or yeah, not. The casual gamer, it's going to be right up your alley. Yeah. Uh, the last Wii game this week, or last week I guess it came out, was Paws and Claws Pet Resort. And uh, that's about all we need to say about that one. Yep. Okay, so moving on to the DS. Uh, Elibits, The Adventures of Kai and Zero are, is coming out, or came out last week. And this is the next Elibits game, which you remember being a launch title for the Wii. I guess that was a launch title. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that one quite a bit. It was a launch title, um, and it was really nice looking. And at that point, I mean, this is my own personal opinion. We were still just so amazed by the Wiimote and the Wiimote capabilities that they probably could have put anything up on the screen. And not that Elibits is anything. It was a great game. But mainly what you did for the gameplay is shoot and collect the little Elibits and yeah, you suck picked up, up their power. You picked up stuff and shook, shook them right. around and, and the then more, out that. The more Elibits, Elibits, Elibits you get, the bigger things you can pick up. Yeah, it was, a good, it was like a right. Katamari-style thing with, exactly. that showcased the Wiimote. Right, and I think it was a perfect launch title. Uh, but now that we're... You know the Wii. The Wii is in its what year? Second. I believe it's it's dust collecting year. Uh, it's not dust collecting. <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's in its whatever uh, year. Yeah. However old the Wii is. Third year. Um, now they've decided to release an Elibits for the DS, and so this game is what I was referring to as the adventure title because okay. it's an adventure game. Okay. Looks kind of it's kind of like a top-down Zelda-looking mm-hmm. thing going on, where you walk around and you find the yellow bits and you still suck them up for power, uh, but it's more of an an adventure title where there's puzzles thrown in and you need the yellow bits in order to move rocks and do different things. Yeah, I think you have. Don't you have like kind of pet yellow bits as well? Like yes. they have different powers. Yes. Like I don't know what you would call them, but they're they're helper they're not, yellow bits. Okay, helper yellow bits. Yes. Uh, they're not the little tiny yellow bits. Right. Um, overall, this game looks great, but you should know that as far as an adventure title, it's maybe a little on the easy side, so kind of an adventure light. But I think it'll be a great game, especially for the DS, because you can pick it up, play it a little bit, you know, close it, and go about your business. So I think it looks good. Well, it does. It looks it looks like a decent little uh, action game there. Uh, also for the DS is a new Brendan Fraser game. We don't have. Do we have any Brendan Fraser games? Were oh, there we mummy don't. Games? Oh, they, he had a he had a nice uh, week. I think one one time last year where he had uh, a couple different. I think there was a Journey to the Center of the Earth game, and the, there was a Mummy game the same week. Oh, yeah. But, so uh, it's been since two thousand seven. No, since two thousand eight. This is two thousand nine. Oh, it's the future. Oh my gosh. Okay, the future. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Uh yeah, this one's with his latest movie, Ink Heart, which is like that Adam Sandler movie where they read the storybooks and then they come to life. Yeah, that one looks good. This isn't that one. This isn't that one. This is... Gumballs. It rains gumballs. Yes, this one's a little bit, I don't know, more Jumanji-ish, I guess, because he reads and then the characters come into this world and it's... 
Oh, instead of it just like happening. Instead of it just like happening, like yeah. Oh. Um, as far as the game, I don't know that much about it. It's made by Dreamcatcher. No, but these are my specialty from when we started. Games based on movies. Yes. Always questionable. Right. Games based on movies in the summertime. Super questionable. Games based on children's movies in the summertime when that's all that there is. Really worrisome. So this one's got a couple things going for it. Okay. Uh, it is by Dreamcatcher, and it is a adventure game, like a point-and-click adventure. Okay. That you hold the it's DS. It's not a platformer. That's a plus. No, you hold the DS like a book. Plus. So that that's shows all that I know. somebody on that development team actually kind of has developed games before. Yes. And See? it's got Brendan Fraser. I don't know that that's a plus, but I don't like Brendan <laughs> Fraser. Okay, so moving on. There is also Jumble Madness for the DS, which is a collection of word jumbles. Uh, that's about all I know about it. I had I have uh, Jungle Speed. You have Jumble Madness, and I have Jungle Speed. Wow, that is a I loose know. association there. <laughs> are um, we just, are there what other... else am I supposed to comment? You know, people always say that my comments to you are, my responses are always, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. But sometimes <laughs> you give me very little to work with. So you went with the words that start with J-U. Uh-huh. No, jumble and jungle kind of rhyme. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. All right, then. Uh, There's nothing to talk about these games. I know. That's, we're we're going to move through them. This next one is actually worth talking about a little bit. Uh, it is Moon. Okay. And this is from the same development studio that made, uh, uh, oh, my gosh, Dementium, the ward. Neither one of us played it either. Okay. But they, that one was a good first-person uh, attempt on the DS, whereas this one seems like it's going to be like more well-polished than that was. So it, rather than being a first-person shooter, like just straight out like Halo or whatever, your typical first-person shooter, even as so much as the Metroid Prime that was on the uh, DS, Okay. Uh, this one isn't so much about Twitch gameplay. It's more of an adventure. Um, so it's set on the moon 50 years from now and something has gone terribly wrong in the mine or whatever. There's always something that has to go terribly wrong. Yes. So you were there and you're investigating what happened. Okay. And so you do go in and you control it like Metroid Prime where you're using the uh, stylus to look around and everything and the D-pad to move your character. And you go around and you might have to clear out some like robots or whatever kind of alien life form is there. But then you do some like investigating, investigating type things, and you have like little things that mix up the gameplay. Like there's uh, there's some car based levels. Did you say maybe you said this already and I tuned you out? Um, is this first person or third person? This is first person. Okay. Did you say that already? I did. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I was just thinking you, uh, you when you said you use the stylus to look around and the D-pad to move your character. I have not played a first-person game on the DS. Yeah, uh, I'm not particularly like, fond of them. Okay, because that was my first response was, if I'm going to be looking with one you know, thumb, I guess you could say, and moving with the other, I want to have a controller in my hand and a TV in front of me. Mm-hmm. You kind of get in your way there when you're trying to play. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make yeah, sure. Yeah, um, but if you can get around that, this mm-hmm. is... Apparently it's supposed to be pretty good. Okay. Well, how much is it? It is $30. GameStop does have a – I think it, you're still able to get in, in on it right now. It has a free uh, 
game slipcover and a stylus. If you pre-order or just if you buy it? Uh, if you pre-order, but you might still be able to get it. Okay. Uh, Paws and Claws, Pampered Pets, last week. Uh, that is another one that we don't need to talk about. Uh, personal Trainer Math. That is the next one in Nintendo's Personal Trainer series. You have the cooking one. Yes, I do. I haven't really played with it yet, though. No, uh, the math one, I'm going to guess it's going to try to teach you math. It's probably a safe guess. Yeah. Uh, for the PC. Uh, We've got couple... some games coming out. Did Treehouse Gamer send us any previews? Or... No, I, I could handle both of these because uh, they're both high-profile profile console games. Oh, Mirror's Edge and Saints Row 2. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so those are coming out for the PC. Uh, and now we're on to the DL. Jungle Speed. This, what is this? Do you remember Speed? The card Keanu game? Reeves? No, no, the card game. <laughs> Middle school? Jungle Speed, Speed 3. Speed with the cards? Yes, I remember Speed that with one? the cards. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're just, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. We, we, no, I wasn't going to say. What's Sandra Bullock doing? <laughs> Nothing. You could, we could probably combine it with Miss Congeniality 3. <laughs> Where she goes to the jungle. <laughs> Okay, no, what I was going to say is that would probably be a better idea than this game, but I don't think so. I think this game is a better idea. Well, but here's the problem. Speaking highly of it. Okay, so I remember it's the card speed. game speed. You remember you when your cards matched each... I know, I didn't remember very much. Either. I remember flipping cards over cards matched, and slapping my hand slap down. and grab them. Yeah. Well, this one, because you're playing on a console, if your cards match, you have to make the motion that you're grabbing a totem pole. Oh, right, because it's WiiWare. Okay. Right. Okay. Because it's on the Wii. And the totem pole grabbing thing, kind of odd. <laughs> yes, I know. You just spit on me. <laughs> I, I, I was, yes, it's you, kind I of. I know. The, dad, the totem pole brings that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might have we're, we're to delete it, we're that. We're keeping it in. All right. No, no, you we're might fine. have to delete that part. Okay, anyway. Now, I don't think it's going to go over so well. Okay, um, sure. It, it's it's a card game. Yeah, in okay. the jungle. Uh, $10, might have wanted to go with 5 on that. Yes. Uh, also, I didn't know how much it was. Yeah, also for the WiiWare, there is Planet Pachinko. Is it Pachinko the slots? It's it's like uh, Plinko. Right, but you but play But a slot them, machine. And there are, there are like parlors. Yes, that's it's right? big over in Japan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is actually not a pachinko game. It is... But why would they name it Planet Pachinko? Hold on, I'm getting there. It's... You are a robot, little robot guy... Yeah. ...who has lost his dog. Okay. And the levels take place inside pachinko machines. <gasps> so you... It has co-op, too. So there's different robots you can have, and they all have different powers and different weapons and everything. That sounds fun. It does sound fun. I think it sounds more fun than it probably is because the whole premise is as the balls come cascading down through the pachinko machine, you have to shoot them or destroy them. See, that would have been a really great adventure, like platformer. Yeah. Robot looking for his dog in a pachinko, pachinko, pachinko or plachinko? Pachinko. Pachinko. Okay. You got, you lost me with the plinko. (laughs) Um, yeah, that would have been a good platformer. Yeah. It's it's got a really good idea. Uh, the... Art style is pretty bad. It's really flat oh, looking. That's unfortunate. Yeah, and there's a lot going on on screen uh, because these balls are constantly falling, and you have to shoot the balls, or when they get to the bottom of the pachinko machine, they turn into enemy robots. 
So you want to eliminate them before they get down there, obviously. Yeah, okay. Yeah. On board. Five dollars though, so that's better at least than right. pricing the right price point, speed I think. I think ten dollars. Uh, last week on We Wear we had uh, Sandy Beach, which is also a five dollar game and probably rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, it, Volleyball? No. It is a sandcastle building simulator. Um, so you build sandcastles in one portion of the game, and then the other portion of the game you play like a castle defense against oh. crabs that are attacking your sandcastle. Oh, that's kind of fun. Kind of fun. Uh, apparently the controls are terrible. Okay. Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse. For the virtual console this week. This game's awesome. And uh, you get lost in them. No, not this one. This one's linear. He's, okay. Uh, linear to an extent because you can take different paths. And by taking the different paths, you unlock different characters. You can, you can have Trevor Belmont, who is the Belmont in this game. He's your main character. How's you always he have related him. to uh, Trevor Simon? Trevor is Simon's uh, grandfather or great-grandfather, I believe. He, it's a prequel to the original Castlevania. Okay. Um, it's like keeping track of a soap opera. The Castlevania storyline is very confusing, and the games keep on happening before and after. Like, it, they're not sequential at, at all. Right. Um, but you can pick up a second character that you can play as. You can switch in back and forth between the two characters. So there is Alucard, who is the son of Dracula. Dracula backwards. Yeah, I got that. Uh, there's, like, this witch character. I don't know. I didn't like her very much. She's, like, one of the first ones you can unlock. And then there is Grant, the pirate. And Grant is awesome. He... <laughs> you don't understand. You're looking at me like I'm crazy, but... Well, I... This is one of the, the best NES games ever. So great that if I went back and downloaded this for my Wii... Oh, yeah, $5. Right? No, wait, on the Wii? Yeah, yeah. virtual console. Am I gonna? Am I going to just love it? Yeah. Having never played other than the original Castlevania... No, you you're not you don't like Castlevania games really. How would I know? I've played one. I I just don't think mm, you could try it, but I I don't think it's your your type of game. Well, uh, my question is, you're you're doing a great job explaining all of this, mm-hmm. but I think this target audience is going to know all of that. I mean, is this really is releasing Castlevania three really going to get anyone else new into this? It could into be the franchise. It could well not into the franchise. But it could get them into Castlevania Three because there's been so many Castlevania so games. Maybe they missed it. They might. They might not have been. And they'll need to know that the pirate is. They awesome. might not have been born when this game came out. I don't know if you realize that, but there's there's plenty of people that you're turning thirty in exactly. a month. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I realized it. Yep. Yeah. I thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I really like Castlevania Three. The big very three very different. I think this is the game that uh, this game might have turned uh taught me how to curse because there are some very hard parts in this game. You never curse. Oh, yeah. I cursed like a sailor when I was younger. 13, like 11 through 14-year-old boys, mm-hmm. I don't think they can say a sentence outside of school that doesn't have a curse word in it. Huh. Really? It, yeah, it's just a matter of fact. I just can't as soon as you, you learn cursing. All, you never as, curse. No, I, I, I... I think I even cursed in one of my previews. Uh, I I do occasionally, too. Um, uh, okay, can we please move on? We can. Kirby's Dreamland 3? Yeah, that's a horrible Kirby game. Okay. Uh, that, we own that's it. On, that's on Virtual Console. Uh, probably. Mm. Uh, but it is 
a very uh, simplistic Kirby that's not very hard. Like you have like eight, eight or ten hearts, if I remember correctly, that like when everybody hits you, they take off like a half heart or so. Great. And then you just keep on getting more like they refill. Great. Real easy. Yeah. Uh, Cuboid. Uh, moving on to the PlayStation Network games, yes. Mm-hmm. They're for the PS3. This one's $10. It's a puzzle game. Kind of like, you remember Devil Dice? It was the game yes. where you flipped around the dice. Yeah, we really like Devil Dice. We really like that. This one isn't exactly like that, but it, it kind of reminds me with the way you have a cube or a rectangle that you're flipping around these. Uh, it actually kind of reminds me of that Geon game, too. The Emoticons, Geon... Emotions? Nope. It was on Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network. You had a little like mazes type things where you flip these these uh, cubes around and you work your way through the maze. And you do this by you flip the cube and like lands on a switch and that opens up some other area and you move throughout. Supposedly this is pretty good. It looks like it could be fun. Yeah, no, that kind of gameplay usually is pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Also, last week for the PlayStation Three on the PSN was. Mahjong Tales, Ancient Wisdom, or is it Mahong? I don't... I... Let's pronounce it both ways. That way we're right 50% of the time. Okay. Sounds <laughs> uh, good. It is, yeah, it's a, it's a Mahong game. For $10. Yeah, maybe a little bit much. It does have some unique uh, multiplayer modes where it splits the screen in two, but then in the middle it's got tiles that are circling down, mm. so then you can match to those tiles as well. Oh, um, but yeah, you're either going to be into Mahjong or not. Mahjong. That sounds more right than Mahjong. Well, yeah. Anyway. Either way. Okay. Interpol, the trail of Dr. Chaos. For the Xbox Live Arcade last week. Yes. And this is the point and click. Uh, hidden object. Hidden game. objects. Yeah. I want to always say point and click adventure, but it's seek and find or whatever is the other name. Yeah. It's that. highlights. Yeah, it is. Um, I think I would probably like this genre of game, and I wanted to be open-minded for this game, but, um... It sucks. Yeah, it's got horrible image quality, and all the reviewers were talking about some of the questionable puzzles, like, they'll tell you find three fans, but apparently they mean, like, like Japanese fans, not... Like oscillating oscillating fans. fans, and you don't get points for finding the oscillating fan, which is kind of dumb. I tried the uh, trial version of it, and they said it. Uh, I mean, the graphics are awful. It's bad. It's really bad. Like, I don't know. I don't know if they tested it out on like large screen HD TVs, but these pictures get blown up, and they're just they're just really pixelated and blurry. And when the whole object of the game is to try to find objects in the in the picture yeah it, that it's kind of matters. a big deal it doesn't yeah. work so don't buy this no uh but you will try out some of the uh i'm gonna try mystery case files the one that wombat really liked yeah well you'll try some of the ones that are on your computer that we got from bigfish.com too yeah i, I didn't download any of those games so i don't know what's available oh there's mystery case files huntsville and mystery case files uh it starts with an r okay. i don't remember what that one is also, there's no Xbox Live Arcade game this week, um, but the Fable 2 uh, Not Whole Island content came out. Woohoo! So we will be Yay, downloading Fable that. Fable 2! Yes. That'll be exciting. The, I might save that. The universally uh, picked favorite game on the 360. All four yeah. of us picked that as our favorite game this year. On the 360. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was surprising. There were a lot of varied picks. There were probably enough varied picks that everyone out there at least found something they could relate to. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, there's there's a few people that did not agree with us, mainly because I didn't do a good job of, uh, I'll remember this for next year, but I didn't that do... That they were our favorite games. Well, not. no, the favorite games, most people liked that. They understood that. They didn't understand why there were some, some games missing, uh, like Fallout 3 was not on there. Yeah. Um, and Metal Gear uh, Solid Wombat picked it, but I probably would have too, but these were games that... We just didn't play. Yeah, and you had to have played it. Yeah. Um, so you hadn't played it yet. No, so next year I'm going to provide a list, provide of, a what list of, of what we've played. Right. So they have an idea of where we're coming from on all our picks. Right. Yeah. But I don't but know. Overall, I think it was good. Yeah, I, I like people it. Like I like doing it. The whole game of the year concept is... I do not like... I don't like critical game of the years, which is why partially one of the reasons why we did our favorite games of the year, because I don't think people are actually picking what they like most in those things. A lot of the time they're picking what they, it's like, it's almost like the Oscars, like the movies that win the Oscars, you appreciate them for being like really well done movies and, and like the type of movies they are. But it's not necessarily the movie that you'd say, oh, that's my favorite movie of all time. Right. Right. I, I mean, yeah. Like well, Pee-wee's Big then, Adventure is not going to win an Oscar. Right. But it's a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah. And it, it's all about enjoyment and everyone has different tastes. And so I think it's good because we all recognize that there are going to be people that are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you picked that game. And that's just everyone's opinion, and everyone's entitled to their opinion of what their favorite game is. And I think it gave a lot of people the ability in the forums to say, oh, I totally agreed with that, or I didn't agree with that, and here's why, here's what I would have picked. Yeah. So it's a good thing. We all have our favorite games. Yeah, and it it makes it so it doesn't read like somebody went to Metacritic and 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 found the top ten games. (laughs) We all admit that sometimes our favorite games, just like movies, are the crappiest ones. I mean, really. Yeah, I think that's why we had that uh, most surprising pick on there. Uh, gave us a chance to kind of highlight a game that we really liked, but we know maybe isn't top tier. Yeah, well, and I disagree with that explanation because I picked Pixel Junk, and I think that is a top tier game. Well, that, or a downloadable game. Yeah. But I was I looked at that category as being the one that most surprised me that I liked because I would never have expected to play 30-plus hours of a tower defense game. Yeah, it kind of got, came out of nowhere there. Not a genre that I would have ever decided that I wanted to play. So anyway, um, thanks for listening this week. Uh, we will definitely have a show out next week with more great uh, post-Christmas releases. Uh, Skate 2 comes out next week, so that we have at least that to look forward to. Well, that's good. Although you didn't play Skate 1. No, never got around to it. But I think uh, it's either on my Gamefly queue or I might have just stuck Skate 2 on there. Either way. Either way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a lot of these games that I missed through uh, Gamefly. So yeah. thank you, Cheapy, for that. 
Um, so, as always, our show is sponsored by uh, GoDaddy. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain name includes free web hosting and a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST or CAG4Play, you can enter the code GAMER1, that's G-A-M-E-R-1, and get your .com domain name for just $7.49 per year. Some restrictions apply. See the site for details and get your piece of the internet at godaddy.com uh leave us reviews on itunes check out the CAGcast, which is it'll be at the same time as this okay and check us out in written form on cheapassgamer.com and if you have questions or comments send us an email or a pm our email is shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com and don't forget to enter the contest yeah, I think that uh, that pretty much does it for this week. I think we're going to go watch our uh, American Idol now. I don't really feel like watching American Idol. Really? You don't like the earlier episodes? I don't. I don't like the earlier episodes. I don't like seeing the people that you don't really know they're bad get made fun of. I don't like making fun of people. Oh, that's understandable. I don't know. I, I get a little bit but of But then there's the ones that are so bad that you just can't help it. They have to know. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are, that are playing. I mean, the, the ones the, that the come camera. up dressed up, they have to know. Oh yeah, they definitely know. Okay, they just want to get on TV. But I don't know. You have to be in a good mood for American Idol, and I don't know that's. Are you not in a good mood? I'm. You have to be in the proper <laughs> mood okay. for American Idol, and I don't know that I can handle Ryan Seacrest right now. Hmm. I, I didn't know that there was a a Seacrest mood. There is. All right. All right. Seacrest out. <laughs> Thank you.